Changemakers, welcome back to the Engage for Good podcast. I'm your host, Allie Murphy. EFG 2022, also known as our 20th anniversary conference, is right around the corner. We're headed to Atlanta, Georgia, May 17th through 19th, and we can't wait to see all of you in person after what feels like far too long of virtual events. In today's episode, I'm bringing back our podcast founder and my good friend, Megan Strand, who worked at Engage for Good for about 10 years, maybe 11. She's attended about a dozen EFG conferences over the years and has some awesome insights to share with you. In today's episode, we'll cover what she's been up to these past few months, some of her favorite conference memories over the years, the top reasons to attend EFG 2022, and four concrete ways to make the most out of your conference experience, whether that's at Engage for Good, which we hope it is, or any other conference you attend. So get ready for some humor, some banter, and a whole lot of reasons to attend the best conference in the corporate social impact space. Well, hello, Megan, and welcome back to the podcast. The one that you started with Joe and Pete back in, what was it, 2012? Is that right? A very long time ago. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be on this side of the microphone. You know why? Because I didn't have to prepare hardly anything. You just get to ask me questions. So well, I'm excited to have you here. And it's it's funny how the tables have turned, but I've, <laughs> I've enjoyed carrying on the torch since you were You're doing an excellent job, my friend. Excellent job. Oh, why thank you. Why thank you. For those of our listeners who may not know what you've been up to for the past, I think it's what, six months now? Why don't you give us a little update? What have you been up to? What are you doing in the world? Well, let's see. The first thing I did was three months of nothing, which was delightful. Yes. I took a summer of fun employment, as I called it. I guess I was part of the great resignation, but I really do not like being lumped in with that group. But I did have a lovely time for three months. And then I, this whole conversation sort of comes full circle, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, I am now the director of strategic consulting at Realized Worth, which is a consulting firm focused on transformative volunteering. Um, which is super exciting. And it's a great team. And I've been really excited to be part of the part of the process and learning more about the consulting side of the world and employee engagement, Mm -hmm. employee volunteerism. So yeah, that's what I've been doing since October 4th. And from what I hear in the background through, well, we had dinner a little while ago too, which was a (laughs) highlight for me. It sounds like you're liking it, which is awesome. I do. I love it. Thank you. I do miss you though. And I miss the podcast. So it's fun to be back here. Thank you for having me. You worked for Engage for Good. I think it was for 10, almost 11 years. And you saw a lot in your time. And I think that also means 10 in-person conferences because there were some virtual ones in there. This year's conference is exciting. It's our it's a big milestone. It's our 20th anniversary is engaged for good, which feels crazy to me. Can you believe it's crazy. been 20 years of EFG? Crazy, crazy. Yeah. And our theme this year and kind of this this plan is looking back, looking ahead. So looking back at the people, the organizations, and the things that got us to where we are today in the corporate social impact world, and then what the heck it's going to take to keep advancing going forward. So that's the conference theme. And I kind of want to follow that today for the podcast as well. So let's kick it off by looking back. What are some of your favorite memories from the conference over the years? So I have to, full disclosure, say the first time I went to the conference, first of all, it was called Cause Marketing Forum way back then. Mm -hmm. The first time I went was in 2010, before I even met David Hezekiel, president of Engage for Good. Um, and I went because 
I was super interested in the social impact space, then called cause marketing, you know, just this whole concept of companies and causes partnering together to make the world a better place. I was like, this is so fascinating. I found sort of a tribe of people, mostly through Twitter. Um, met Joe Waters, <laughs> who I was like super fangirl, like just huge fan of Joe Waters online. And then met this really amazing group of people in 2010 when I attended the conference. Like I literally still like I feel like it's like the OGs. It was it was Joe Waters, it was Chris Noble, it was mm-hmm. Chris and Angela from Realize Worth, who are now my bosses, which is crazy. <laughs> Allison De Silva, who is then at Cone Communications, and just like this very tight network of people. And I will never fe- forget that first experience because it was a unique conference experience to me because I went in like just so excited about the space. And I kind of had a list of questions in my mind. And I would just like sit down okay. next to people and ask them these questions. You know, it was kind of like, what do you think about this? You know, whatever it was at the time, I honestly don't remember. And people were so generous, like so generous at this conference to just be like, oh, well, let me tell you all about that and my thoughts. And people just had time and space for this total newbie person, myself, (laughs) and just to kind of create that space. So I feel like that community has persisted over the years. But that was the thing Mm -hmm. that stood... like It really, really stood out to me that first year that I attended was just that camaraderie, just the you know rising tide floats all boats sort of feeling and sentiment in this industry and in particular at the conference. So... It's just really fun. Such a it's like a fond memory for me. And I didn't even know David okay. at that time. So well now you know him really well. But I well. love too that like this year going back to in person after two years of being virtual, that sense of community that you talked oh, about huge. is a lot easier to foster when you're in person. It really whether is. it's the person you're sitting next to in a workshop, or if you actually like the more traditional networking, you want to do some speed networking or some special interest discussion groups, like there's a lot of opportunities to meet with other people. Totally, totally. And I am there for that. And I should also say for the record, I'm planning to come to Engage for Good this year. So um, looking forward to that. You're actually speaking. I'm actually speaking and looking forward to that. So uh, yes, you know, there's a lot to be said about virtual events and it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the same. It's not the same as being in person. So I'm excited. Excited that year 20 will be in person again. Yeah, me too. Any other favorite memories you want to highlight? So the other memory that I wanted to highlight since the first one I didn't know, David, is is the 10th annual Cause Marketing Forum, which I guess that would okay, have been another in milestone. 2012. But we we just had a fun kind of anniversary party. And we had a big cake. That I can't remember exactly what was on the cake, something about 10 years. But I did this kind of framed picture of all these very cringy, like first years of Cause Marketing Forum. Like, I don't even know where these photos came from. I think I had David's wife like dig them out of the storage closet, but like super cringy, like really bad graphics from, you know, 2002 and three. And I framed this big thing for David. And it says something about 10 years of Cause Marketing Forum. And then all these people like wrote little messages on it to David about just, you know, oh. what an impact that, that the conferences had and David had had on, on their lives. And it was just fun to kind of have that as a little surprise for him and present that to him at the party. And it was just fun, you know. So it was a surprise. He didn't know it was coming. He knew that there was going to be a party, but he didn't know about the picture thing. And I'm not sure if he knew about the cake. I can't remember that. But anyway. 
we'll just pretend it was all a that surprise. That would have been a fun it surprise. It was a fun surprise. So yeah. I, that was a good memory too. Just, you know, being part of that. And, you know, I mean, it is having a 20 year running conference. That's an, that's an accomplishment to be really proud of. So um, that was, it's a long it time. It is a really long time. And a lot has changed. A lot's changed. One of the fun things that we're doing this year that just popped into my head is in celebration of the 20 years, we're asking speakers, what's something you were doing 20 years ago? Oh my ago? good lord. And so some of them, some of them were in the space 20 years ago. Some of them were not. Some of them were very young, like I was. I was probably eating mangoes and doing dance recitals for my parents' friends living in Mexico City. There were others that were professional ballerinas. Like we spanned the That's gamut. Hilarious. So it's really fun to say, regardless of what your background was or where you were. What were you doing 20 years ago? Space. Yeah, I forgot you would ask me that as a speaker. And it took me a second to, to like, I'm like, <laughs> what was I doing? Okay, first of all, I was like your age. And second of all, I think I maybe just had a baby. I can't remember who's, you know, and that baby is now in college. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's funny when we look back that it way. It really is. I mean, 20 years... Five years is a long time, but 20 years. Like you guys, listeners right now, think back. What were you doing 20 years ago? Could take sure a moment. To, what sure was to give it? you a giggle, for, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to share it with us, you can uh, oh my gosh, share yes, that with please us do. as That's well. Hilarious. Send me an email at am and engage for good, and I'd get a kick out of it, and I'll share it with Megan yes, too. Please. Okay, so that is the kind of the looking back. Looking ahead, you saw so many people come to the conference over years. So many people learn different things. What do you think are the top reasons that you, someone, one of our listeners, should attend this year's conference? Top reasons somebody should attend. Well, first of all, that in-person connection with other cause crusaders. I like to use the word cause crusaders. I know it's dorky, yes, you but do. I like it. You know, these are these folks are cut from a, a, a special kind of cloth. And like I said, you know, just that sense of community and the sense of wanting to help one another. I mean, I think that's I think that's hard to find. And so just knowing mm -hmm. that you're stepping into that community, I think is a big, big reason to attend. It's just like rubbing elbows with other people. You never know who you're gonna find. You never know who you're gonna sit next to. You never know who you're gonna speed network with. It's like on and on and on. Um so just that that in-person piece I think is huge. Um secondly, I think it's a really good place to kind of keep up to speed with what everyone else is doing. Not that we're here yep. to compare ourselves to other people. However, you know, particularly if you work for a business, you want to be able to go back and say, yeah, what we're doing is good, but you should see what these other guys are doing. Like just continuing to raise Having the bar. Benchmark exactly. Against. And I think the mm -hmm. conference is a great place for that because Engage for Good does a really good job of like picking up things that are working and highlighting those things. So when you have kind of best in class things up at the front of the room and you've got participation from the people in the room who are like, yes, we've done this and this other thing, it's just a place to kind of aspirationally understand what's happening in the industry and where you need to go. And maybe some of your stuff is best in class, which is amazing. Then you can pat yourself on the back and mm -hmm. say, what we're doing here is really, really important. And here's the next level of whatever the other thing is that maybe we're missing out on. So I think that benchmarking... Yeah. You know, one of the things that you told me, I remember when I first joined Engage for Good, is you had this term called the dog and pony show. And I was like, the who's he? What's it? <laughs> and it was this idea of, and I've seen it since in other conferences, but some conferences you go to, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I will hear from this incredible keynote speaker. I'm going to learn how this was done, whatever it might be. And 
yeah, you get to hear from this incredible speaker, but they're really kind of, well, I don't know how to say it other than tooting their own horn. And I think one of the things that you and David really focused on was how do we get these people to share their lessons learned? Maybe something that they thought was going to go really well that didn't. What didn't work? What did they learn from it? And so that focus on, okay, how do we actually bring these programs to life and how do you get it done? I think is really valuable. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I do think, you know, the dog and pony show, show um, I think it's a good term and it's silly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's you don't want the press release high level version of like, look how fabulous we are and all the things we did. Like, no, like, that's great. And we're happy you got mm-hmm. there. But like, what were the bumps along the way? Like, what were the hard things? How did you, how did you do that? Like, how can we do that? And it's some people do a better job at explaining those things than others. Some right. people's PR departments won't let them talk about anything, but like the bright, shiny things, which is super annoying. But, you know, at <laughs> least at Engage for Good, you're trying to like extract those little gems from people about like, okay, mm-hmm. what can somebody in the audience take away from what you've learned? Like, what can you share with these people? So love that focus. I'm a super practical person. I know you are as well, Allie. So I think that's the other thing. Like you're you're going to go to Engage for Good and you're going to hear some really, really good nuggets that you're going to kind of take away, be able to write down and write yourself a note. Okay, here's how I'm going to implement this when I get back to my office, whenever it, whenever that is. So yeah, I would say that's the last piece is just that practical approach and kind of focus. I love. Mm-hmm. I think another highlight that I hear a lot of people are excited to attend is they're the first to know who wins this year's Halo Awards. Halo Awards! And so there's there are keynotes from the Golden Halo Awards, which this year are the Trevor Project and Ace Hardware. Yeah. And then we don't actually have the winners for the 2022 <gasps> General Category Halo Awards. We're in the finalist stage. I can't share anything yet, but we've got an awesome group. So those that attend get to hear some of the pieces of those campaigns and then we'll have spotlights that actually share oh this was one of our winning campaigns how did they do it well i think what did they learn that's a little it's a little bit of a hidden gem the halo awards that i think not everyone mm-hmm. understands because like yeah it's fun to know like who won in what category and you know it's just nice to know and be the first to know that's great but it's also a huge resource, you know, on the Engage for Good website every year, there are write-ups of all these winning cam- campaigns. They're basically like little mini case studies about, you know, different yep. things that people have done that are super successful. Um, and I think more people should take a look at those because, you know, people want to know all the time, what are the best in class things that happen in the education space or whatever? We'll go back and look at the last five winners of the Halo Awards, silver and gold. And you're probably going to get some really yeah. interesting tidbits about what people are doing. So. I think that that's a little bit of a hidden gem. So another little bonus if you go to Engage for Good. I'll drop the link to that page in the show notes. And this year, we've got 10 categories. I think last year, we had 10 categories too. You've got two winners. Who are their new categories? Maybe, maybe not. (gasps) Some of them, there's a Jedi category this year. Oh, you put me on the spot. (laughs) So justice, equity, diversity, inclusion. Health has been expanded. So it's not just physical health, but it's physical and mental health. Um. I think there's one other change, but they'll all be uh, live when we get to conference Exciting. day. But anyway, the point is, you've got a huge resource. And if there's 10 categories and there's two winners per category, that's a whole lot of case studies that you can go look at for different ideas. It is. And some years, there have been more than 10 categories. So, yep. Lots and of great stuff there. Okay. So, I'm going to... I did not ask you this in advance, but I'm going to put you on the spot <gasps> a little bit. What do you think... 
would be your advice. If you had to pick maybe three things, not your top three things necessarily, unless they are your absolute tops. But what are three things that you would recommend people do in order to make the most out of their conference experience? I don't think you're putting me on the spot at all, but um, I definitely have two. I'm not, I'm not sure about the third. So number one, <laughs> and not to like, not that I'm so smart, but this worked for me in 2010. Number one, go with a list of questions. Like, what are you curious about in this space? Like, think of like, mm-hmm. honestly, think about your job and be like, what am I struggling with right now? What's the challenge? Or I didn't even have a job in the social impact space when I went. I was just so curious about like, what what are you thinking about how social media is is doing with social impact? I don't know. I can't remember what my questions were. I think I had like three <laughs> three to five questions that I just really wanted to know. And I... That was such a door opener because I would just sit down the person next to me and be like, Hey, I'm Megan Strand. Um, let me ask you a question. And I would just I just had this question. And people would, you know, sometimes people didn't have answers, but if nothing else, it's like an icebreaker. And I just got For some sure. really, really good ideas. I like I remember I was writing blog posts about some of the things I learned from people, and but that was kind of my orientation at the time. So go with a list of questions. Like, Really think about it. What do you want to know from other people? It's a huge resource that you're tapping into. So what do you want to know? Write them down. Just start asking around. That's number one. Number two, I guarantee that you know people that know people that would be at Engage for Good. So if I were you, I'd never been to Engage for Good before, I would reach out to people in the social impact space and be like, Hey, have you been to the conference? Do you know anybody that's going to be there? You don't know any of the speakers? Like, Network your way in and just even if you can just mm-hmm. get a LinkedIn introduction and be like, hey, no, you're gonna be at the conference. I know so and so. Would you want to grab a cup of coffee? I mean, maybe they say no, but maybe they say yes. And you just found a new little friend. I remember at my first conference, there's a guy who I'm still friends with, and we had met on Twitter in advance, met up for a <laughs> cup of coffee. I can't believe I just forgot this till this moment. Met up for a cup of coffee, and then we were like each other, we called each other our, our wingmen. He, he was my wingman. So like ah. he would go to a he's like, what are you going to? And I'm like, I'm going to this. He's like, okay, I'm going to this. And then we'd like meet afterwards and be like, what was good about that? Who did you meet? What did you learn? You know, and so we kind of compare notes. We did that all the way through the conference. It was super fun. Just have this random stranger who is now my wingman that I had met through Twitter. So network your way in, see if you can find some people that are gonna be there. And you know, mm-hmm. if you see somebody maybe that's a speaker like this great speaker named Megan Strand, like reach out on LinkedIn and be like, hey, I noticed that... (laughs) Shameless plug. I noticed that you're moderating the Business Leader Summit. Would love to grab a cup of coffee with you. And you know what? Since I'm not running the conference this year, I'm going to have all sorts of free time to meet with new people. So feel free to just reach out to speakers and say, hey, I noticed you were doing this thing. I mean, probably not the like main keynote speaker. Probably not going to meet with you for coffee, but maybe one of the breakout session people will. You never know. Mm -hmm. So that would be another tip. And then... And I think my last suggestion would be just go to the sessions. I know you want to sit in your room and watch Sister Wives or whatever is on TLC, <laughs> but don't do that. Don't go to the pool. Don't sit in the bar by yourself. Go to the sessions. And, you know, there's been a lot of work into programming this content. Go. You know, and you know what? Here's the other thing. I probably shouldn't say this on the air. I'm going to say it anyway. If you go into a breakout session and it's, real boring after the first 10 minutes, get up and go to another one. It's okay. Really okay. So I would just say... You are in charge of your own destiny. You're in charge of your own conference destiny, but you've paid the money or your company has, your organization has. You've taken all this time out of your day, like out of your life to be at this conference. Like, yes, you should turn on TLC. I mean, I'm not like outing myself here about what I do at conferences, 
but you should turn on TLC when you're back at your room. Like, that's fine. But like, go to the sessions. They're good. Yeah, they're going to be good. You're going to learn. Something. Okay. On the note of you've paid for it or your organization has, you might as well get the most out of it. Also, you're going to grow a lot and learn a lot. Absolutely. So for yourself, do it. But on that note, one of the things that I like to do is not, well, not when I'm planning a conference, but when I attend something, I like to, in advance of going, pull out your calendar, find some empty time the week that you're back and block it off. I don't care if it's 30 minutes or it's an hour or what it is, but make yourself a note to go back and look at the notes that you took. What do you want to implement? What would you do differently? What do you want to brainstorm based off of what you know? But if you go back to work and you don't have that time blocked off in your calendar and you've made that promise to yourself, it's a lot harder to do. We're all busy. So that's my two cents. Give it a shot and see. That's how a it great goes. idea. And I'm gonna I'm gonna up the ante just a tiny little bit to Ooh. what you just said. So that's a great idea. I love the block. But here's the way you can force yourself to make sure that you do that. If you are part of a team, you can also schedule yourself a little mini presentation about the lessons that you learned at the conference so that you can share those lessons learned mm-hmm. with your team when you come back. And maybe that will even help you get that ticket paid for by your organization. Because sometimes you have to like make a case for why you want to go. Right. So being like, hey, I'm going to do a lunch and learn about trends and social impact when I get back. I mean, that's really going to hold your feet to the fire and for sure. you know, make sure you're paying attention and taking really good notes. So there we go. Allie and Megan, dream team Woo-hoo! coming up with a conference attending strategy plan. I love it. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to leave our listeners with? I mean, just go to the conference and come find me. <laughs> come find me. You can't talk to Allie because she's going to be running around with her hair on fire. If you see... A literal person with flames shooting out of their head. That will be Allie Murphy. But she's too busy to talk to you. But I am going to be hanging out with Joe Waters. Probably Mm -hmm. with a cocktail in my hand. So you should come find me. It's going to be super fun. But yeah, that's it. That's it. Just um, looking forward to seeing everybody again. It's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody too. And if anybody has any questions about the conference, feel free to reach out. You've got my info in the show notes and you already know that uh, hem, speaker Megan Strand would be <laughs> maybe happy to grab a coffee with you. So you've got an easy introduction if you're nervous and you totally. don't know anybody else that might be attending. Totally, totally. And I'm also happy to like connect people with other people that I know that are going to be there. So happy to offer that. People that will not be as busy as Ms. Ellie Murphy. <laughs> Well, thank you, Megan. And we'll include the the links and things in the show notes. And otherwise, we hope to see you at Engage for Good in May. We'll be in Atlanta on the 17th through the 19th. Megan, thank you for joining us. So fun. Thanks for having me. The Engage for Good podcast is a production of Engage for Good in partnership with True Story FM. Engineering by Pete Wright. Music this week is by Curtis Cole and Rex Banner. If your podcast app allows ratings and reviews, we hope you'll consider doing that for our show. But the best thing you can do to support Engage for Good is simply to share the show with a friend or colleague. See you at the conference.